This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba Effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Hi, I'm Delta Work, and it's time for a brand new episode of Very Delta. Happy New Year and deck the hall. Jada Essence Hall is here, but first... Do you want to see me go off? Because I think you want to see me go off. M. Oh. M. Mom! Do you slay queen like me? Do you wear poinsettias like me? Do you flock your tree like me? Do you want to come down my chimney? Are you a mistletoe like me? Are you a nutcracker like me? Well, if you are, you must be very Mary Delta. I'm Delta Work, and this is Very Delta, a luxury public access podcast and YouTube talk show where I look gorgeous, speak extemporaneously, and invite interesting people to sit on the couch and get Very Delta. Very Delta is for the woman who prefers to not take down her holiday decorations. Today's show just keeps giving, but first, let's get into a few things that are Very Delta. I don't want to let Christmas go. I like to start it early and I like to keep it for as long as I can. There's something extra special about the time between Halloween and I would say New Year's, but even my birthday because my birthday is, you know, January 23rd. So there's something about that time that is all holiday to me. And not everybody celebrates Christmas. My family celebrates Christmas. But everything about that time of year is magical and and mysterious to me. Um, And I don't like letting it go. I don't know if it's because I'm an only child and Christmas was always a big thing. My mom worked really, really hard to make Christmas special with very little. I just, I have a hard time like putting stuff away. I like looking at it. I like going out and buying the stuff. And you know, some people say, oh, when you buy too many things, it's because you're covering something up or whatever. I'm not really covering anything up. I like looking at it. I like nutcrackers and and Christmas trees that have little light-ups on them. See that? Like these little furs. I like all of it. And, and I think there's something about, um, you know, I love gifts at Christmas. I love giving gifts, but I really love seeing, even if people just have like a string of lights or if their windows open and I can see that they have their Christmas tree up. You know, this year my neighbor had their Christmas tree up before we did. And I was devastated because I was like, I'm the one in this building who puts their tree up first. Like I was very, it was very personal. And, you know, my partner was like, 
it's not that serious. But I like to have the tree up before Thanksgiving. Some people think that's too much. I think there's also like there's a contingent of people that get overwhelmed by gift giving and the finance of Christmas that like to sort of jump on this bandwagon of like, I don't like Christmas. I don't know why the or can't we just enjoy Thanksgiving? Why do we have to have ornaments up? Bitch, I consider like the whole t- I consider Thanksgiving to not really even be its own holiday. I consider Thanksgiving to be the first dinner of the holiday season of, of Christmas. That's what it is to me. I, lo- I love it. I need to see the ornaments out all the time. And they don't have to be expensive. I've said this before. I'll say it till the cows come home. I can have a nutcracker that's, I don't know. $25 and then something that's $1 or something that's $2,500. Like if I like it and I want to put it all out, why do I feel like this nail's popping off? Um, I'm going to put it out. I, 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 I want them to be up forever. Some people keep, some people have a rule. They have a rule that their tree stays up till three Kings day. I don't really have a rule. I will say in recent years, I've, I feel like I've been responsible and taken the tree down by the second week of January. Some people say it should come down. Some people take it down like on Christmas Day. I think it needs to stay up till New Year's. I mean, because, you know, like I said, it's the holiday. So you want that in the backdrop of all your pictures. You want it in the backdrop of your Thanksgiving dinner. Even if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, I don't observe Thanksgiving the way everybody else does. But I certainly do eat turkey. On, well, I don't eat turkey. on. Actually, I don't like turkey that much. I feel like turkey's very gamey no matter how it's cooked. Although I've had it smoked before and smoked, baby is out of this world. Ham, I can have ham. I like ham. Um, I can have that in any way, shape, or form. Although I did see somebody make spam with a glaze over it, which I would try. But I think they've changed the formulation of spam in recent years because I had it not too long ago. And it was a little bit like tart or something. Anyway, the ornaments, they're going to stay up. And they're going to stay, they're going to here at Very Delta, the ornaments are going to stay up at least into the new year. Every year that this talk show is around, every year that this pod, even if this show was just a podcast, I'd still be sitting at a decorated desk. The beauty of leaving up your ornaments, obviously, is that it makes you happy and you get to display them longer and you get to get more use out of them. But I have realized that even though I take my tree down, because I live in a limited space, my, my space is also, my, my home is also my workspace. So it's also my office. It's also a design studio. So there's things going on there. So the tree does take up quite a bit of room, even though it's a half tree. Um, it does take up quite a bit of room uh, in, in the design space. So um, I do put it away. But I have friends that have realized that they don't like getting rid of Christmas either. So they keep the actual physical tree up all year round and they decorate it for each holiday. Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, uh, patriotic season or 4th of July, whatever you want to call it, uh, Halloween, uh, Easter. I know I'm going out of order, but uh, you get it. They, They decorate it all throughout the year. Some people leave it actually decorated as a Christmas tree. So, you know, red and green or whatever their thematic December offering was. But a lot of people leave them up forever. I will say that I think that there's people out there that are similar, but they kind of hide it. And 
they, they hide the fact that they don't want to get rid of Christmas because sometimes, you know, March or April will roll around and you'll just see like a random blown out, dead, red, rusted, burnt Christmas tree like in an alleyway. And I just wonder, like, was the did the person just wait too long and they were like, oh, it's too long. How do I hide the tree? Or did they just leave it up forever? The way to prevent anyone, the way to prevent any embarrassment like that is just to get a fake tree. But if you're buying a real tree, people are going to know when you're getting rid of it because it's got to sit out at the dumpster or at the, uh, you know, on the side of your, your parking lot or wherever you get rid of your tree. By the way, dispose of your tree properly. If you have a fake tree or, or a real tree, whichever you're getting rid of, Dispose of it properly. Like, don't just throw it on the side of the road and expect somebody to get rid of it. Like, you have to contact someone and say, hello, are you the one that picks up trees? And there's probably a fee that is incurred and you are going to have to pay that fee. If you live in an apartment building, don't be fucked up and just throw the tree inside the dumpster so that nobody else can throw their stuff away until the the trash man comes and then they empty it out. And then the next tree goes in like this. In my life because I've always lived in an apartment building, it's always been that way. It happens that way for at least the first two months of the year, and it's fucked up. You know, I would rather walk on my lips than talk bad about anybody, so I do not judge anybody for how long they leave their tree up. I will say I might judge you a little bit if you leave up a real tree and it starts to get, like, all shriveled and burnt, like... I'm going to judge you for that just because you're going to put get pine needles everywhere and it's going to be gross. But if you have a fake tree, I, I don't know where the judgment is. I, I don't know where the judgment is if you want to leave it up all year long. I I don't know why anybody would be concerned about it or judge judge anyone for that. There's no latest. I, I have no latest. As I said, if it's becoming a fire hazard, that's how long. If your tree is becoming a fire hazard because it is – if your tree is becoming a fire hazard because it has dried out – and you haven't gotten rid of it, that that's when it's time to get rid of it. That's the latest. If you are putting all of your ornaments away, I think it's a really good idea to get clear containers so you can see them when you store them. And if you've just gotten so much use out of the ornaments that you have and you don't want to have them anymore, do not throw them away. Donate them to a shelter or a place that doesn't have the ability to purchase stuff to decorate because maybe they can use it. If they can't, you know, call. You can ask them, hey, do you are you taking these kind of donations? Maybe they are. If they're not, donate them to a, a thrift store like out of the closet or a place that where the money is going to go right back into the community. Don't fucking donate anything to the Salvation Army or the Goodwill. They can fuck off. You know, as much as I love having the ornaments up and as much as I like to keep them forever, I do feel a bit of... Um, I do feel a little bit renewed when I put them away. I do feel like, okay, now we have a clean slate. Now we can focus on, you know, getting things back in order because there is this sort of time between when the ornaments go up and when they come down, that's sort of constant playtime. It's constantly like, it's okay to be a little bit messy because I'm wrapping presents over here or I'm making a wreath or uh, these are things that may go back to the store or may not. And I'm talking about gift, the, you know, the idea of gift giving around the tree and around all of that. Um, so th- there is a little bit of because of all the hustle and bustle around decorating and what you're decorating for, that being the season of giving. Um, 
you know, that does get a little bit heavy. And so the idea of putting the stuff away, there is a finality to it because it's wrapped up until next year. It's all put away. I've given away, um, you know, because every year I do end up getting rid of some of the ornaments because I have different thematic colors and I have different sizes that I like to keep in rotation. So there's a finality uh, and, and like a closure. There's like there's, I'm never sad when it goes away. I just delay it because it's a lot of work to put it away. Um, but but there is, there, there's some joy in that because you realize, you know, Christmas is coming before you know it. Every year we say that, like, you know, the next holiday, Easter or whatever is something that people celebrate. And once that gets here, it's like every next holiday is just a countdown, basically, in my family anyway, to get to Christmas. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. Everything is online today, and Squarespace offers so many features to make your website so sleek, and professional. I love to shop online and I like to see how different small businesses and people have their websites set up. For me, it says a lot about how the customer service experience will play out based on a company's web design. I can always tell when a website is well-built and well-managed. It's the functionality and Squarespace has it. With Squarespace, you can book appointments through your site. They provide everything you need to manage your schedule, accept secure payments, send automatic reminders, You can have an online store, you can sell your products directly on your site, and they offer amazing analytics too, which is great for growing your business. You can learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are the most effective. So check out squarespace.com slash verydelta for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code verydelta, all one word, to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Today, it's all in the family, the mom podcast family. I couldn't be more excited about my next guest. She is someone who is in just a handful of people who have won RuPaul's Drag Race and is now a podcaster. Please put your hands together. Show your love out there in YouTube land for the one and only Jada Essence Hall. Hey, y'all. Oh, my God. Hey, Delta. Thanks for having me. How are you? Thanks for having me. Look, I'm so glad to be here. I'm glad to be a part of the mom family. And I'm so glad that you are a part of the mom family. I'm loving it. We're having a good time. We just, like, I think it's so important that people hear all of our voices. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody has something to say. I think everybody here at Mom has like a different 
I mean, as everybody in the world does, a different perspective, a different like walk of life. And so like to like if you just listen to every podcast, you're going to hear something different. You're going to hear like your point of view, like Heidi's ridiculousness. You're going to hear my I mean, obvious gorgeous voice and and, and wit. Um, you can hear the the, the 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 humor of Shay. Like there's so much happening over at mom. So I'm glad right. to be a part of the family. You know, I love it. I love it so much. Had you uh, had experience with podcasting before? Before? Like, had you been on other people's podcasts? Chow, I had done. Um, you know, like when you do drag race, you do like a couple of the like the the, the race. Mm-hmm. No, I I've, I've, I had I had done race chaser. Not really. I had done like a little talking part. We had done like a game and that kind of thing. But um, I had not done any podcast thing before, and I was and I was like also afraid, like because I thought nobody would want to just hear you talk. You're pretty. So just be pretty and, right. and drag it out. And literally, and that's kind of funny though, but I used to think that my value in drag was like either the talent and the work or the look or it was like just me in drag. And I didn't really think that what I said myself kind of mattered mm-hmm. until like the podcast, to Hall and Closet. Right. Yeah. Well, it's so important because you, you're so seasoned that in addition to looking great mm-hmm. and being able to serve that uh, on a stage, People want to hear about yeah. what you've done and what your point of view is based on all of those yeah. experiences. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm, how has it has it been for you? Like, I think like it's as fun. Far as, it's a really fun experience, and like, um, I think like even with me and Heidi, like we do the podcast, and um, we get to like meet. It's like you sometimes we meet our fans in another way, mm-hmm. where some of them see us from the show and they like know what we can do as far as what our talent is and. Not every person that comes from Drag Race has the opportunity like we do for people to really get to break down the mechanics of who you are and your mind and what what you, what you're interested in and the things that make right. you laugh and the things that make you cry sometimes. And um, I'm just happy that Mom has literally given us like yeah. literally has I feel like it has given me a voice. Right. Yeah. Right. I love that. Now you are the very first person to ever win RuPaul's Drag Race. From home in my goddamn house. Yeah, yeah. in my that house. That's sickening. It was very, and you know what's so funny? Literally last night I was out at the club, and Get Up came on, and I'm like, "Girl, this is my hundred thousand dollars song." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> From my living room, and like I just think about like, and literally every time I think hear the song, I think about like what it took for me to win that from home. I'm like I was literally in my living room dancing on my landlord's head mm-hmm. upstairs at like two in the morning trying to record the video, and like right. another record, and I would watch it back, and I'm like. Doesn't look like I'm gonna win if I do this. I'm like re-record it, start uh-huh. it over, and I like, kept going and going and going. And um, but I'm glad like it all paid off, and like hopefully nobody else will have to win a show from right. their house like that. Right. That was wild. Well, that's got to be interesting because just in drag in general or in any art that you do, people yeah. say, "Oh, don't get in your head, don't get in your yeah. head." So in addition to getting in your head, like you were stuck within those walls. Yeah, I mean, and and that was the thing too. It was like not only was it like I was stuck in those walls, like for the performance, but it was like also in that same space mm-hmm. the entire time because we were locked in our houses. So it was like taking a space that I have been like, which almost, it almost kind of felt like a prison in a way. Sure. Like when we were all at home, it was like, you want to go out, you want to do other things. And for me, I'm like a very social person. So for me being at home, I'm like, this is the most horrible thing that I could imagine. And and my home felt so familiar and to like try to be like, okay, we have to transform not even just like my, I had to transform my mental space to be like, don't imagine that you're here in your house. You have to imagine that like you're in either in a studio or right. you're on a stage or somewhere else, but in this living room that you've been in for like the last three months solid. Right. 
Right. Yeah. That's that's got to be so scary. Now you also. Um, Right after your season, mm-hmm. the the Vegas show started happening. Yeah, which is neat. I mean, the show just starts branching out, and the the idea that there would be a show where people could see what they watch on television, but play out in front of them. Yeah, and you have been part of that, right? Yeah, um, I did the Vegas show uh, last year, and like from February through April, and like it's been the most amazing thing and the, one of the best things about the show too is that like there are fans of the show who come and they come and see the show like I had like one of my favorite fans flew all the way from London to be to wow. see us in the Vegas show for wow. their 21st birthday and it was like amazing but then sometimes you also have like people who have no idea what Drag Race is mm-hmm. they come into they come into the show and then they get like a quick story or a quick version of what the show is and then they leave with like an appreciation for the show and it's not like it's where you might go to a musical and you might leave and be like oh I love the music and I'm gonna be listening to the music and thinking about the show Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you leave Drag Race live and you might love the music and be thinking about the show but then you're also thinking about Drag Race right? and then now you wanna know more about drag and then that might lead you like you could be a complete stranger on the street and you walk in and see the Drag Race show you go home and like what is Drag Race you get more into it and then you learn about what queerness is to us and your next thing you know your mind is expanded so I'm glad to be a part of like something so wild and something so new in Vegas mm-hmm. and it's hot and the show is fun the girls are hot yeah we have I, I know you like old school the, the old school vibe so in the back baby we like kiki run around it's like family time good right. fun energy it's like the best thing ever yeah, I I, t- I took myself, myself and my yeah. partner went to go see the show. I said we have to have. I want to buy front row tickets. Yeah. I want to see all of it. And it is, I mean, it really the amount of work that goes into it yeah. and the dedication. It's absolutely beautiful. I I definitely see. Um, I really do see aspects of the actual drag race mm-hmm. episodes. Like you, it really does translate yeah. on the stage. It's just done so yeah. so well. Thank you. Um, the fact that you have to like kind of do those same numbers consistently. Yeah. Um, they become, I guess, kind of like you know, you 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 know it like the back of your yeah. hand. But does is there ever any like a like a snafu? Like maybe a, a shoe isn't buckled in time, or the thing like that? is, is like when we are in the back and we like kiki, like as 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 always happens with drag, we're in the back like running around talking. Like we have uh-huh. like after we in the beginning, it's very like kind of rushed. So we start off like with an entrance moment. We all come in the workroom, and then after we do that, we kind of like run in the back and we have to change quickly for like a mini challenge moment. Mm-hmm. So we do the mini challenge moment, and then after that is like we have to change again, right? Quickly. We do like a on stage chitter chatter. You've seen it, and um, we run backstage after that that last moment in the robe. Then we have plenty of time, depending on where you are in the lineup. So, if you're first, you change immediately. You really don't have a lot of time. But like for myself, I was going last in the show, so I would go upstairs, and I'm upstairs talking with Derek, and I'm like, like just having the best time in the mm-hmm. world, kind of in my outfit, kind of not. And then okay, I'll hear Derek's music. And I'm like, oh my god. And you have to throw the outfit off really sure. fast, running down the stairs really quick. Um, but even though everything is like with the show, we have it because it's on a time, and we have to we have to make the time. The curtains have to close. The show has to open and start when it's supposed to. Um, it feels it feels so repetitive. But there are moments like even in the back where you like you get ready and your shoe will break or right. the zipper will break and. Thankfully, we have like an amazing team, like wardrobe, and they will, they are right there to like either pin it or try to stitch it or try to take the shoe off and replace it with another pair of shoes or whatever we can do. And it's, it's, it's wild. And I, and it's also um, one of the things I've never in my life imagined 
that I would do. Like, you know, um, like, I'm sure you imagine having this talk show or maybe, maybe not, but I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, there's things I'm like, oh, you know, I would love to be on the stage performing. That would be, that would be great if I could do that. Right. But being in Vegas on the strip, on working the strip. a show, I never in my life, even growing up, I, I didn't even think that that was an option right. for me. So it's, it's a humbling experience to be there. Yeah, it's so sickening because, I mean, honestly, we, we think about, like, you know, people knew who you were before yeah. Drag Race, but it does give us this platform and it has created a platform where opportunities arise yeah. from other opportunities. Yeah. And so, like you said, uh whether you believed that you could do it or didn't, yeah. that opportunity maybe wasn't really there mm-hmm. until the show was established yep. to say, well, we can put in this kind of show. Mm-hmm. So it is, it, it's really something where, you know, regardless of, of where you land on the show or if you go home early or you win the show or whatever, you, you are given at least yeah. an equal platform yeah. to start something yeah. or do something or, or make your voice, voice and, and, heard. And, it's like, and I'm like, I always tell people that all the time. I'm like, it's so amazing to like, even for my resume, I'm like, who, how many queens, drag queens can yeah. say, like, I've headlined a show yeah. on the Vegas Strip? That's, 100%. like, so major. So maybe Broadway's next. I mean, it probably is. Jinx is literally literally on on Broadway. Yeah. So anything's possible for queens these days. I think everything's <laughs> Everything possible. is possible, yeah. It's everything. Um, so this is a very random question. Okay. But, you know, sometimes random questions are the best. My favorite. What's in your refrigerator? Oh, um... Oh my God! Right now, I have an old veggie tray. Okay, I like that. That was in the back of the refrigerator. Um, the refrigerator, for some reason, was too cold, and it oh, froze like that. And it froze the vegetables <laughs> and, and stuff. And like, and then they thawed out, and I was like, I cannot eat soggy no. celery. Um, some water. Um, I definitely have like three flavors of probably old creamers that should be thrown out. What's your number one creamer if you had to just, if you could only have one? Oh, if I could have one, it would probably be like a hazelnut mm-hmm. vibe. I like that. A hazelnut vibe. Kind of goes with everything. Yeah, you know, smooth it out. Uh-huh. You know, like it's like giving very Nutella. I like that. Nutella in the coffee and a spread in the morning. I love it. I love mm. it. Do you ever, do you drink, you drink coffee? Yeah. Do you drink tea? I love tea. I'm a I'm a tea bagger. Okay. Down. Like literally even when usually when I go to like Starbucks or like a coffee shop, I'm always getting like a tea latte kind of vibe. Okay. I do love tea. If you just had a tea bag, because you're a tea bagger, mm. what would you put would you just drink it straight like that or do you like put stuff in it? Um Sweeteners. I usually drink it like maybe like a little bit sweetener. Okay. Sometimes I heard people drink it with like in the UK they drink it with like milk mm-hmm. and stuff. I've never and I'm done like, that. I'm not really I mean I guess that that if I'm having the coffee with it is kind of a similar thing. But it's not. That's not right. for me. I yeah. don't know. I feel it's like it weird. would just be like water milk. Yeah, like weird. It would just be weird. Not heavy enough for something because to support like the milk would become more of the drink. And like than it would the be tea. floaty on the top or start yeah. like, weird separate. Or I something. don't know why I think that because people. You're right. People do it, and coffee is really just strained through. Con- okay, I, I just know. thought that this is a weird question. I'm asking you questions. This is your show. Do you drink that weird coffee? That's that instant coffee. I have had it, but I don't normally drink it. It's very weird, right? Yeah. I have had it in my life, but I, I it's not my go-to. It feels smoky or something. It's very... It feels very... <laughs> um, you know what I had that that reminds me of that? This is going to sound weird, too, is I had pizza from 7-Eleven, yeah. and I was eating it, and I was like, 
you know, I want to like it because I'm really yeah. hungry, but this tastes like a dirty oven. Yeah. Like, it tastes like <laughs> other things were cooked in the oven. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, very much like when you go to, like, one of those places and they, like, fry food or you go to, like, Burger King sometimes uh-huh. and you eat your French fries and they taste like onion rings. Well, okay, this funny you say that because <laughs> Jack in the Box now has this, they always have all their little fried yeah. foods. They have the favorites box that has, like, onion rings and French fries and maybe nuggets or something. But then they also have cinnamon churros mixed in there. Why would I want that with seasoned fries? Why would they, they show do it that? in the and they show it in the picture? Is it I like just like it's all thrown in like there? Like a crab boil of just fried yeah, yeah, like shit. A, yeah, that's a perfect description. Like no, cra- I don't like that. I don't want. I don't, I don't want, want my churros. In there. And I'm not. I'm not one of those people that are like weird about like I don't want my food touching each other. But I'm like, but that I doesn't don't make sense. Want to eat a churro with like? Uh-uh. Why would you want to churro with an know. onion ring? It seems very very lazy. Like we're just gonna throw it all in one. They probably box. just like just. Well, you know, they originally started these little box called Munchie Boxes mm-hmm. that were gear, and they were supposed to be their quote late yeah. night menu. And their whole target was straight up people who were stoned and wanted to eat at night. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Somebody they were told me about Munchie this. meals. See, this is the we, thing: we don't have that in like the Midwest, right? Up there, so we don't, we never have it. And then we came down. It's like Jack in the Box, right? Right. So, um, I had Jack in the Box maybe like one time in Texas. I don't know if I was like. It, it wasn't there for you. I was giving it was giving yeah. me, it was giving me feeling like I had eaten all the fried things together, and I really didn't. Oh, it's very yeah, it's very that. Yeah, it's giving uh-huh. no matter what you eat from there is feeling like you also ate. It's all, all the, the other shit. Fire. Yeah, it's, it's all, all the, the same shit. Even the burgers. And I think, <laughs> and I yeah, no, you're right because I do think that it is that way. Yeah. I don't think they have that many fries because they have egg rolls, chicken strips, onion rings, French fries, curly fries. Churros, they don't have six six pots of grease. They don't. No, they I'm don't. I'm telling you, I worked at a um I worked at a dinner at a diner restaurant kind of place in uh-huh. Milwaukee. And I was a waiter and a cook. Oh my god, I can't believe I used to cook at the restaurant, but I was a cook. Okay. And we had like the two fryers and I would be frying so much shit and we would just fry everything in there. It was just right. two fryers and everything would There's go. There's only there. so much room. Onion rings, French fries, chicken tenders, chicken nuggets. Omelets. No, omelets. <laughs> right. <laughs> but Every, everything. Uh, boiling eggs if in the fryer. If it could it would go in there. If, if we could yeah. fry it, we were frying it in that thing. Oh so God. I'm sure at like... Omelets. Hopefully there they have like three water ones. But literally fried ice water. Tea. Fried ice cubes. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing, and literally my favorite thing to eat there was when you would like... Ooh, I'm just imagining now like high food, delicious snack. Okay. When we would like make the tenders at after all the tenders would be fried in the bag. Uh-huh. This is low key, y'all. This is like crazy. It's giving me like flashbacks. The crumbs. The crumbs. Oh my god. All the crumbs. And the, then they mind. would be like in the bo- in the bag, like all frozen, oh, all good. like and you just dump them. Some would be like the size of a quarter, some would be smaller, some Dust. would be maybe and they would be so that oh, that was my guilty pleasure. Good. Yeah. That sounds, wait, so Milwaukee, <laughs> is there White Castle there? No. No. It's, it's, they have one um, in Kenosha. Okay. Wow. I'm, look, let me give y'all some, some information about yeah. Wisconsin. Chicago is like south of Milwaukee, so like okay. coming from Chicago is like Chicago, and then up to Wisconsin is like Kenosha, Racine, Wisconsin, and then Milwaukee. Wow. So Kenosha is like, you would basically have to drive like an hour to go to the White Castle. 
Okay, so that's a distance. Yeah. Have you had it before? Um, I had White Castle before. It, I am not good? a White Castle girl. I never had it. You never had White Castle? I, well, we, we can get it in the freezer section, but you know, that's always going to be It's the different. same. Oh, it's the same thing? It's very much giving it onion. It's giving appealing. onion burgers and literally... Everybody is, uh, they call them fart burgers up there or, Damn. yeah, or they call them the sh- burgers. And it's, I'm like, baby, if you're always eating them and you always feel like you have to shit immediately after, maybe right. you should, it's probably something that you, usually it's a reaction from your body. You right. probably shouldn't be just eating things that make you shit immediately. I've never had a fart burger. <laughs> I need a fart burger in my life. <laughs> I have to have one. I have to. Have you? Do you like the ones from the store? I never had it. Oh, you never I've had it? I've just seen it. I've seen it in the freezer section, it's and I'm like- giving very dicey, small little onions, very yeah. like tiny, like little, the bread can sometimes be, and, the, and from the store, the bread is very like soggy. It looks like it would be a joke. Like I'm not coming for anybody that loves White Castle, so don't come after me. Right. If y'all fucking with White Castle and y'all love farting, fart. Right. Um, fart burgers. But, <laughs> I'm not- Fried fart burgers. Fried fart I'm going to say fart onion. burger for the rest of my life. This episode needs to be called fart burgers. Fried fart burgers, literally. But I'm still on this thing about the the, the fried crumbs. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's a hit. It literally yeah. was a hit. Oh, because I could even thing. see that on soup. Put it on a salad. On a that's what I was thinking. On oh. a, ooh, that would be so good because you would get instead of having to cut a piece of chicken, it would just kind of be everywhere. It would just be the because it's just the batter. It's just in there. Yeah, yeah batter. Just Maybe some there. chicken, but and it's batter. also better than croutons, which oh, cut the yeah. top of your mouth like Wolverine. What kind of dressing do you like on a salad? Um, French and ranch together, if possible. Ooh, I've never met anyone combo. like that. You never had that before? No. Oh, it's good. It's really good. French and ranch together. I would try it. It's very good. Okay. Yeah, it's very good. But I'm but usually a ranch yeah. kind of girl. I think that's a pretty pretty good go-to. Very standard, yeah. Yeah, that is a good go-to. And, or maybe vinaigrette. I love that. Let's take a break and we'll be right back. Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back with my extra special guest, my uh, mom sister here at the mom family, the one and only Jada Essence Hall. Um, It's the new year. I mean, we were just talking about anything is possible. Everything is probable. Everything is probable. Um, What what, what are you you looking at for this year? I'm one that I don't like to 
make resolutions or mm-hmm. say, I got to have this, this, and this done. But, you know, you kind of put your eyes yeah. a little bit on a prize. Like, oh, I'd like to see a little more of this or do a little more of this. Um, you know what? This year I'm looking forward to, like, working hard, but I actually want to spend a lot more time with my family this I year. I love that. I love that. So, um, you deserve that. Yeah. Like, since doing Drag Race, I feel like I've been, like, almost, like, going nonstop. Um, and I know that I'll be working a lot next year, but I'm, like, I'm making it my mission to make sure that I'm spending a lot of time with my family. Mm-hmm. Make sure that I'm like putting my mental health um, yeah. on the front line because like the work that we do is oftentimes like very rigorous. It's like can be very taxing on like you don't see the people you care about the most a lot. Right. Um, and so I'm like I want to put that put that back in my foreground. Want to make sure that I'm looking at that, driving that direction. You deserve that. You yeah. deserve to set your boundaries for for what you need. And just as you said, mental health, because yeah. I think a lot of people think that when, when they hear the, the term mental health, they think of like the extreme of, you know, they, they think of an institution or they yeah. think, but what they don't realize is that there's so many taxing things when you're working consistently mm-hmm. in a Vegas show. You've won the show. As a winner of the show, you know, I... I always refer back to like Raja when I when we experienced that. I, I just thought your friends are pulled in these yeah. directions that not everybody else is pulled into. Mm-hmm. So like when Sonique won and, and Sonique and I have been friends for a million years, yeah. it's just something where you think like, yes, there's an expectation on, on anybody that's been on the show, but the winners of the show are pulled yeah. in another direction. Yeah. And the and your mental health yeah. really people people I try it. I think it's all like I feel like anybody Mental health is like, I feel like it's like just the same way as like gender. Mental health is like a spectrum. Yes. Most people think of it as like, it has to be extreme and then seek help. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad you every single day of our lives, every moment that we're living, every step that we're making, we need to be conscious of like how that is affecting us mentally and affecting the people around us mentally. Like, you don't want to wait until it's too late or wait until you have like some kind of like major issue for you to then be like, feel like you need to address like mental health issues. You are so, you know? right. like, I don't think anyone's really put it that way. Mm-hmm. I haven't really thought about that, but that is yeah. so true. It is a spectrum. Yeah. It's very, it's very, it's very much that. And like, you know, you know, like some, and that's why they say check on your good friends. Cause sometimes people are giving you very extreme signs that something's wrong. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it could be just simply like, you know, Hey, you normally, when we talk, you always answer the phone and right. today you've been, little, right. is, is everything okay? And, and, and then your part in your life, you need to be able to speak up and be like, okay, I'm not okay. Or what's going on? Like. Even, I feel like even like the way I've even, and social media has made me think of it almost as a spectrum. Like any of us, depending like depending on the, our job, social media could be more taxing on us. But right. everybody who has a social media is now like in a place where people can attack you. People can tell you that they don't like the things you're doing, make you question who you are, question the validity of you, like your existence in your life. And so those things even like work on your mental health you know what i mean and so and like even working a job work most people work jobs they don't even like mm-hmm. that is frustrating on your mental health so like right. um it's like having somebody to talk to um being able to like trust and talk to friends that you have and everything like that and just being open i don't know i, I I'm, I'm trying to figure it out myself too so yeah we learn every day i mean I, I, and it's easy for some of us I, I know it's easy for me to say to people uh oh i I'm not worried about what people say yeah. in the comments in the comments, but I'm also a real person. And sometimes a notification yeah. will come up and you'll see it and you'll think, no, I want to talk to this person. Yeah. I want to say this and be like, you know what? You don't really know what's going yeah. on here. This is not what happened. You're yeah. saying this X, Y, and Z. And then I do sit back and I say, well, if I had time to respond to them, 
how come I didn't respond to all the other nice yeah. people that said something positive? I'm telling so you. So I'm trying, but yeah. we're, hum- we're human. Everybody's human. And like, the thing is, is like, I, I would say that all the time to some of my season 12 sisters when we would get like, that's like, I'm like, you have to think about it. There's like, you have a thousand people. Thankfully, we're in a position where you will have a thousand people who would comment on right. a post that you make and like a thousand people who would even care to take the time out of the day to write something. Of those thousand people, maybe 10 of those people said something negative. But there was 990 yep. people that told you that you were beautiful, that you are loved, that you're talented, and they like the things that you do. And the thing about that is, like, not everybody in the world is waking up and having hundreds of people tell them that they matter. Right. Regardless of those those negative people, it's like you kind of want to just shut them out. But the reality, like you said, we are human. And so when you when you see it and you hear it, it does, like, sometimes, like, mm the kind of thing you think about it all day you're uh-huh. like well yeah I, I I think I like my hair like that or I'm I, like this bitch yeah. said what yeah or no let me see what really happened yeah. and then I'm like bitch and if you knew girl I don't even and, and I'm and like this like, and then half the time re- realistically like you'll explain that shit to somebody does not matter like no. they already have formed an opinion about you and or what about when you get those people that will say something like super negative and then if you respond back, they'll go, no, I was just kidding. I oh really love you. I love you, though. The work, I had this moment where um, I had, um, after I won, somebody wrote um, something about I was a fugly slut. It was giving me very, I was like, wow, this is giving wow. me extremely childish, like uh-huh. mean girls. I'm like, that's a movie about high schoolers, but whatever. Right. Um, and so he was like telling me that it was ugly. And then. After that, we performed at the Drive and Drag show. So I guess sometimes people's opinions can change. But then they DM'd me and was like, oh, my God, you were amazing at the show. You were my favorite. I thought you were so sickening. But I'm like, right Come on above that was like the horrible, like right. the raggedy negative comment. You're I'm so like, ugly and gross. And, and I just put like the laughing emojis and just left it. I'm like, child, right. I'm not even going to entertain you. And it's, I think it's just that thing. Some people just any attention negative or positive they just want Mm. somebody to acknowledge them which is sad because I think there are people out there when we speak of mental health there are people out there that just they just need somebody to say to them you know what you're a really good cook yeah you know what you 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 are really good at making winged eyeliner like something but some people don't have anyone to tell them anything I'm telling you that's why I try I'm like you try I try not to be fake because you don't want to ever be fake or don't ever just be out here Telling people you think something is nice that you don't think is nice on them because that's also that's horrible for somebody's mental health to find out that you're gaslighting them or like yep. so you can like the thing is is like some people are really good at things. So when I see people and I meet people, I'm like I do honor the things that I notice about them that I feel I like is that. great because I'm like I feel like the same way like I walk down the street and people are like, Hey Jada, I recognize you from the show. I think you're so funny and so talented and like some days people don't even know. Some days I'm like having like recently going through like crazy things in my life and I'm like you, people never know what you're going through and that that will like perk my day up. So I'm like when you see somebody you like see them in a cute skirt, tell them, hey girl, your skirt is cute. Right. Or if they looking cute today, you have no idea how that might not even just turn their day around, turn their lives around, because some people might never hear that from people every day. You know what I mean? No, 100%. Or it's probably months that they hear that from people. You know what I mean? This is totally off the wall, but it's yep. something I've been thinking about because yep. you have uh, 
tra- traveled with a troop mm-hmm. of people performing. Then you've also ha- had the Vegas yeah. show. Because everything is so timed, I don't think people realize how much goes into putting your yeah. whole look together. And sometimes you have a helper, but sometimes mm-hmm. you don't. Yeah. Um, do you have like a format of what you put on like as you go? Like is it like dress uh, first, then shoes or wig? Like how do you do um, it? Um it's when we do the um when we did the the Vegas the Vegas show is like very just so like run like very military. It's like strict. Sure. Has to be the same thing. But when we do the Vegas, when we did Work the World, like my number, I was like last in the tour. So we really only have two numbers in the show. So we we do our own solo number and then we do like a group number. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like I would just sit around. I'm like waiting, waiting, waiting. I have like pretty much the entire night okay. to do my number. So okay. I put on my look and then we change. Then after that, it's like a very quick change to like do the finale number and so I was doing that for a while until I had to start hosting the show and oh, when, okay. yeah and when I hosted for work the world I had to obviously wear more things and like have to come from um I would have to come from the meet and greet and like get ready sooner than I would before and so it was it was like wild but um when I get ready I'm like I'm in the back I'm like I want to first I'm like before it was like do body but now I'm like working on pulling all of that kind of stuff out of my wardrobe because mm-hmm. Y'all, I get some, some people are like, oh, when you do the show, they're like, you stop wearing your drag body. But I'm like, when you do those tours right. and you are on the road and you are putting a hot body that you danced in all night in your luggage and closing the luggage and putting it on the bus. Uh-huh. It smells hot. It's getting, it's getting very hot for no reason. It's getting very hot. It's right. getting very jungle booty. It's uh-huh. all of that. And so um, I'm like, now it's like a, a difference between like corset, pull on a corset, mm-hmm. um, pull on like when we did the show and I was hosting, we had like this, I had this really like nasty, like Marco, Marco did it. It's like a um, mad scientist jumpsuit. Oh, nice. And so like we pull that on and then put the boots in. Like I'm the, the girl that I'm doing my hair extremely last. Okay. Like I, like I'll have full makeup, full lipstick, eating with lipstick, Drinking, having a smoke with lipstick, everything with lipstick, but the wig is like off until the sure. very last minute. Sure. That's my favorite thing to do is put the, the wig last because I'm like, don't want the hairs all in the face, uh-huh. all around. When you dig it down, buckling shoes, it's falling everywhere, moving around. It does. It does yeah. get everywhere. It is something you have to do, I think, last for sure. I always feel like I have to like put on the dress, put on shoes, yeah. and then I will usually, I will, I guess I'll do, I usually try to do the things that. If I didn't have time yeah. for them, maybe those would be the least noticeable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I have my like my security things. Like I usually wear nail. I, I always wear nails. Yeah. But that's just a, a security thing in my mind. Um, I always put too much hairspray and shit where it turns white in the front. I was like real coated. Uh, very look coated. Like a spider some s- yes. sprayed all over very it. Very yeah. coated. And then, you know, if you have like lace on the wig and you you peel it off and it looks like two pieces of bacon on the yeah, side. Yeah, it's crunchy. I'm like, girl. And of course, people are like, clean your lace right after. I'm like, I'll, I'll get it tomorrow. The thing, it, like, I, it, it, the best person that I know in my life about cleaning laces is Derek Berry. Oh, she's good about it, huh? She is very, Derek is like, after the show, she'll like spray. Smart. And then it'll loosen and she'll take it off. And like, I don't have the patience for that. <laughs> I'm uh-huh. like, at the end of the show, I'm like, rip it off, uh-huh. put it in the bag, and I'll then we'll do a, it when tomorrow. When it gets bad, I'll get a new wig. And, and, you for, <laughs> and it's like, you forget about that until yes. tomorrow, and then you'd pull it out. It's like, it's like the pads you were talking about. Yeah. Like, then when you go take it out, you're like, oh, why is this serrated? Yeah, like, very that. Why is it like this? Oh, my God. And then he's like trying to stretch it down. Uh-huh. The, the, it's, it's a mess. So, and then this eye comes like this. And very. You're like, <laughs> 
<laughs> what is wrong with my glaze? Oh my yeah. god! And like the literally like wig hairs are getting stuck in the lace. It's oh, a hot mess all the time. Yeah, and people always say like because like of the lace in them, like you know, y- you want you don't want to rip any of the hairs out because you can see those. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, I don't really care. Like, and it's, people- it's like you spend a lot of money on hair. Right. But also at the time, at the same time, I'm like, I am not the type of person who wants to be spending. Like, I I spent the money on the hair. I right. bought it because I wanted to be like easy and convenient. Like cleaning a lace every single every single night, I don't feel like it's the most convenient. Oh, I'm fine thing, with the shake and go. If I can shake and go and or stack one on top of the other, and that's just, why I'm wearing my interview hair today. Yeah, because it's perfect. It looks mm-hmm. great. It frames you great. Thank you know, you. you don't need. It doesn't always have to be that. It's nice yeah. to have that. Yeah, but it's not always functional or realistic. Yeah, I mean, I have to learn that because like when I still like travel and go like to like do some gigs, I'm always still like bring bring good hair bring really good hair so i bring like two like the most heavy hair that i own in my life that's pulling me back like this or it's the hair with like the most delicate fragile lace Uh (laughs) that if you that if you touch it too much it's gonna tear and rip the whole Uh lace the wig in half so it's like you want to be glam but you have to have like actual real functional hair pieces too and oftentimes you're in a space where you don't know where you're going to be getting dressed like if you're going to a nightclub or something and you have that hair where are you going to set it that it's not going to be in someone's makeup or you know or if you get somewhere and like the lighting is not right to lay the lace right Oh, and it's just a line. Yep. And you know you're like, it doesn't always look like yeah. that, though. But today, it's I given had what one in given. the back I was going to wear. And I was like, oh, yeah, this, uh, this is ready to go. And then I was like, even with a filter, this is, but it doesn't yeah. look like that other places. Yeah. You never know. You never know. The lighting, this scenario situation is always different. You might be getting dressed in a broom closet. Uh-huh. There might not be a single piece of light. Who knows? So That's why you have to be like ready. Other queens that you know, that you know do that where the same kind of idea or whatever you're I'm never really like concerned or embarrassed around them because I know they're like it probably doesn't look like that in yeah. other lighting I'm sure she knows what she you know what I mean sometimes it's always it does strange, oh, sometimes it does She's <laughs> sometimes just, it's just looking like that but you know strangers <laughs> are the straight people that don't do it are the ones that will like n- Try to clock it. Yeah, and you're like, girl, you have no idea how this works. I'm like, baby, I want to take it. I will take it off and let you lay it down. Right, you show me you how show you do me it. How it's laid down. How do you lay yours lay, down? See how it's laid down. <laughs> like your lash is not even laid down properly. Right. You're, you're worried about my, the way I'm laying my lace. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. Right. <laughs> let's take a break. Okay, let's take a break. Honey. Let's take a break. are back. I'm here with Jada Essence Hall. We are talking about why these Christmas ornaments are still up. Why when you buy one thing, you have to buy several things. So there's enough for the mantle, for the this, for the that. But this is the section of, or the segment of the podcast called Read Me Delta. Read Me Delta! Where people will send letters from the listeners. They'll send questions, comments. Um, usually we don't like the comments. Okay. Okay. Then that, I feel like that leads into a conversation where I'm like, send me your comments. And they're like, guess what? I don't like your white dress. You asked for a comment. Oh, wow. Okay. And you're like, ooh. Okay. Send, um, send comments that are relevant to life right. that can start a conversation. Right. Or you can send pictures. Maybe if you have yeah. like random pictures that mm, make sense. Sexy um, pictures. Send them to readmedelta at gmail.com. I have a letter here. So let's let's start with this one. 
no oh idea my god, I love this in the envelope. I know, right? And with the Christmas decorations, is giving very Santa. Oh, this is going to be a long one. Um, oh, okay, Jada reads. It's for me, okay. Okay, so you okay. take your time with oh. that. Okay. <clears throat> Dear Delta, what's your favorite event to spend with your entire family? I imagine you love... Uh, I imagine you loving a quinceanera, mm-hmm. showing up in a blush-crushed velvet turtleneck miniskirt, white bolero-length motorcycle jacket, and white thigh-high pleaser boot. Your hair is dark-rooted, wine red, wine red, with a side part Marcel wave, mid-back length. I'm I'm imagining this here. Um, you have three inch ombre burgundy stiletto cut nails with Swarovski embellishments. <laughs> As per your makeup artist Instagram, you reinvented the wheel of winged liner and baby hair with ponytail installation, and no one can match your skill level ever. Wing liner almost touching the edge of your hairline with holographic tiny star stickers on top of matte white eyelids. Giant princess cut engagement rings next to you and your husband's initials tattoo. Your husband holding your hand and noticeably kissing your shoulder as he sits next to you so that any single non-relative guest doesn't ask you to dance. (sighs) Okay, I'm almost done. (sighs) Take a breather. Let me take a sip, too. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. I love someone that can paint a picture. Right. Um, suddenly, your song comes on. Guess what it is? Huh. Keith Sweat Twisted. That's the song. Bitch That's down. That's the song. Oh, my God. At the quinceanera? At the quinceanera. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Right after Selena. Um, your husband left uh, to the restroom. It's your chance to dance without him. You walk to the dance floor center and sway seductively. Every few seconds pulling your skirt back down as it rises. Uh-oh. Are you being frisky? I mean. Your husband comes out of the restroom, sits you back down next to him, and you stay seated together the whole night. That's a lot at a quinceanera. Um, And the question was, what's your favorite event to spend (laughs) with your entire family? Making tamales before Christmas. Yes, really? That'll be it. it. Yeah. I actually don't do anything. Like, we do it like an assembly line. So it would be like, here's the the husks and here's the masa and here's the meat and here's the cheese or whatever you want to do. I like to just show up. And sort of act like I'm facilitating, but I don't really have a station. Manager. Right. And I just kind of walk around and I'm like, hey, does anybody want uh, something from Taco Bell or like... Logistics is very important. Right. And so I go run errands, but I act like I'm really doing something. It's, but that's not. important. It's, it's, it's running errands. is morale boosting. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people need water while working. Right. Right. It's care about the people and you you're doing you're doing great work. You see, I need Don't you be hard on yourself. More often. I, yeah. Yeah, cuz you know like sometimes too um you know we'll be get booked for events mm-hmm. and they'll say we just want you to kind of mix around. Yeah. I, we're just there for like Yeah. Just that. Just being in the room. I'm just there for color. Okay. Oh my god. I'm there for color. Sexy decoration. Decoration. That's what Sexy I like to decoration. do at family events. And and that is also important because sometimes you do have to bring glamour. Making tamales is not a is and y'all might think it seems like a glamorous thing, but it's not right. a glamorous thing. It's just work. And sometimes you need glamour in that room, right? And you provide that, right? What kind of family events do you like? Um, I love. I'm a very um, 
our family, my family is crazy. So I love when we get together and we are like playing spades and like my family is like rapping in the house. My niece is like a rapper. And so she's like, um, she's like very young and very talented. And like, so she'll like do like little concerts in the house. And then we like, we'll play like music extremely loud and like shaking. My mama's on the floor twerking. I'm twerking on top of my mama. We like just having the best time ever. And like, that's what I love to do. Like, I love like just being wild at home with my family and just having like the best time. Do you have siblings? I have yes, I have five brothers. One of them passed away, but um, so I have Sorry. four now. Yeah, but um, thank you. Um, but I have five brothers, and uh, and like literally, if you think I'm wild, like all all six of us are like my mom included is we're all like crazy. How fun! Crazy off the walls. How I fun! Love it. And where do you land in the? In the uh, um, upper range. middle child. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, I'm like, I have two brothers who are older than me, then it's me, and then I have three brothers younger. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Very weird. Family. Yeah. I have, uh, I'm, I have, I'm an only child. Mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah, I know. And also uh, from a, a single parent. Oh. So I think that's why I'm a little quirky and a little bit like over analytical about things that don't need to be analyzed. Yeah, but that's just me. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh no! Did you feel like you wanted to have like? Um, you know, I think I, because I never knew. Like, I, I have cousins that I'm very close with, yeah. so they were always like older siblings to uh-huh. me. But um, you know, I was like growing up at like I don't know. I mean, my, my mom sort of entrusted me to do a lot of things because yeah. she always she was always working you know, double shifts mm-hmm. everywhere. So um I when I was a kid I, I grew up like walking to the to the uh you know uh the power pl- the power building or whatever to go to pay, pay the power the bill. bill. Yeah. You know you Going get entrusted. To the laundromat. Yeah, you get entrusted to do things. Yeah. Um but you know you grow up quick. I guess that's good. Mm-hmm. But I think this kind of stuff, like my Christmas stuff or whatever is just things that are like toys to me in yeah. my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that's just kind of the thing. Fun things. Yeah. I don't I don't know like when we grew up and like I feel like having brothers was like is like sometimes like a thing where you bump heads a lot mm-hmm. and like sometimes there was a lot of argument but there's like so many like fun moments that we have together like we get to like like that we would like growing up, like we would like when we play games like Yu-Gi-Oh, or we would, mm-hmm. we would have like we could be, we could with six of us we would have our own tournaments. We could literally go wow. out and play football three against three. We would play basketball three on three. We like everything that we would do. We was like so many of us that we could just like do it together and like do uh-huh. it in the house by ourselves. So that was like a real fun thing. But I all sometimes I, when I was younger, I would be like, I wonder what it's like to be an only child. Uh huh. But I I feel like I I couldn't trade the memories at no, all. Yeah. No. And do how do they feel about about you doing drag about what you do? Um, it's crazy because all of my brothers are like like super supportive of like what I, I do and that. like and then like even more so is like all of their partners are all like some of their partners are like two of my brothers have like one of my brothers has like a a, a partner and she's like very much like a fan of like the work that I do on the show so we'll be at the house and she'll be like look over there. Like randomly, oh, and then be like, yeah, and then be like, or she'll be like, I was listening to the podcast, and you said this, and it's like, I yeah, and so they like always are like very like like very like wrapped around everything that I'm doing and stuff like that. So sometimes my brothers, I give them information about like everything that I have going on, but even when they don't, like their partners always are like, did you see this or like did you see the photo shoot? And they'll like text me like, hey, you look really great when you did this, and like. It feels good to, like, know that, like, my brothers are super supportive of, like, especially, like, being black and queer, like, that they support my decision to do drag and what I'm doing in my life. I mean, it sounds like just even before that question, like, the way you were talking about your family is that everybody in your family is, like, a great character. Yeah. And it's of good good character. Yeah. 
that 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 says a lot. That says a lot about where where you're going and, and what you have Thank you. behind you. I love that. Not Thank everybody you. gets to say that. That's so awesome that you have that feeling. Yeah. Well, it's I mean? sick. No, but I have to say to you, it's sickening that like I feel like for me sometimes like having um, a big family and having them be supportive to me is like been a great thing that like helped me get where I am sure. today. So I'm like for you, I'm like that's amazing that like it was just you alone and not like a village of people in the house to like rear you up to get the confidence and everything to do this and yeah I guess we all find it different ways you know what I mean slay with a podcast and a talk show both of us we got these podcasts (laughs) do you love doing your podcast I love I I love my podcast I'm so excited for the future of the podcast so here's another letter (laughs) work I love the details of just all these little goodies details yes a mess All right. Here's I love the smell oh, of holiday. Is, oh, here we go. Wow. Okay. This is a really elegant letter. Okay. Ooh, you ready for it? Is it in cursive? Uh, well, the, the words are, are, yeah. Hey, Delta and Jada. Hi. Fuck, marry, kill. Oh, I live. Can we add fist? Oh, I like that. Pee, poop, barf. Love, Patty. Okay. So which one are you going to marry? Which one are you going to which one are you going to fuck? Which one are you going to marry? Which one are you going to kill? Uh urine, uh excrement or vomit? This is fucked up. This is fucked up because I I don't I don't I I mean I'll answer it after you just cuz I want to follow you. I'm going to get right to it. Okay. Fuck Mary kill. I'm going to say um oh fuck. I'm going to kill kill shit. Okay. Kill the poop. Down. Um, I'm going to. <laughs> this, is this is fucking crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy. No, I'm having oh, to kill. Lord. Oh God. Um, oh, see, it's ca- chaotic. Up. I know. Um, I guess fuck. Mary, Mary, um, Mary P. Mary P. Okay. Yeah, I'm Mary P. It's golden like a ring. Okay. Um, and then that means I would have to fuck vomit. You know when people like people make make those like vomiting noises when they're like when they're having sex like if yeah. they're giving oral sex yeah. and they're like I definitely I've definitely almost you've done that I'm, I've definitely almost vomited. Do you have a gag reflex? Yeah, you do. And, and this you have is a the limit. thing people think that people like they think that that we all a lot of people have gag reflexes. Right. Some people are just good at going against the grain, honey. Right. Not me, bitch. I'm gonna do my job. Right, because it's a job, and you pull up, and you when you when you sign up for a job, you go to work, uh-huh. and I'll do that. But also at the same time, I'm very. But I think it's funny when somebody's uh, like when they have like they're forcing someone's head down, and then like it's, it's quiet for a minute, and they go, ah! like they pull, yeah, like they can't have any more breath. Okay, I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna do. Listen, I have been very honest about um, poop needing to use the bathroom. And when I need to use the bathroom, I'm like, it's time to go to the bathroom. So I'm going to marry Poo only because I understand it. Because y'all have a relationship. We have a relationship pre-existing. I'm going to say fuck pee just because 
of all of the fetishes, and I don't have yeah. a fetish with that, but I know that there are people that have an interest or a fetish in water sports. So maybe yeah. I could learn about it enough to go, I can temper this. So you would let somebody pee on you? I, I If I had to let them do any of those things, it would be urine first. And down. And then barf, I, I get grossed out like... See. There's nothing worse than throwing up. The smell. The smell. And then also, like, if you're ever, like, really sick and it comes out your nose and your throat. Oh, my oh God. God. But, I mean, see, no. I'm thinking in my mind, no, never mind. What if you had it's to marry? Like, what if you had to Right. And I said I was going to marry Pooh. What if it, what if in my mind it worked one way, but in reality it was like a massive turd that was, like, wrapped in a blanket and I had to oh lay Oh, my next God, to like it. this. And you have to, like. Uh-huh, and it was a turd. And then it just stung. Ugh, and your face got stuck like, to it. It just smelled like breath at the club. <laughs> breath <laughs> at the long, club. After a long night. Do you ever have people talk to you at the club and it's like the music is so loud and they're like, hey, I want to say hi. And you're like, hi, baby. And you like lean in and then they start talking and you can't hear shit. Yeah. And you're not trying to be fake, but you're also not trying to be disrespectful. It's very, it's like very, I'm not even going to lie, y'all. I'm going to be very honest. My great-grandmother, she used to like sometimes say things I really didn't know what she was saying when I was uh-huh. young. And you just go like this. Mm-hmm. It's like that in the club. I always go, oh, that's crazy. It's oh, cr- that's, that's crazy. crazy. That is Bitch, not- or you know you're how you are. And you go, bitch, this is our song. You sitting here talking. That's, a, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's, what I'm a, that's a great distractor. Girl, you sitting here talking uh-huh. and we should be dancing. Uh-huh. That is so smart. I love that. Yeah. I yeah, I usually do that. I'll be like, oh, that's crazy. Or I'll be like, girl, you know how you are. Stop it. Girl. And then she's like, that's crazy. She's like, yeah, it is crazy, girl. I'm telling you, my man ran off with all right. my money. Right. And I go, oh, I didn't hear that. Right. Oh, uh, you know, oh, my sorry, ear hearing's me. gone. Ooh. So I guess I'm paying for drinks. <laughs> is, that, is that your way of telling me? We're paying for our song. We should be dancing. <laughs> oh my god! Distraction. Honey. I love that. This is so fun. Thank you for being Thank here. You. Thanks for having me. Seriously, this I love is lit. We need to do a. I'm down. We need to do a very like a, a mashup between our podcasts. We need to do mm-hmm. something silly or serious. Yes. Or I, whenever I see your uh, the artwork for your podcast, I always think of like Charlie's Angels. Yeah, kind of. Like, yeah. Literally, I was gonna say that if you ever want to come to the pod, like we're getting ready now to gear up for our second season of the podcast. It's gonna be and, great. Like, new surprises to keep continuing the Hall and Closet yeah. tradition. Um, but you definitely have to come on the podcast I would and like love that. be a guest. Well, that's what's so beautiful about the two of you is that you're 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 vastly different but vastly similar. Yeah. Like you really are. Um, aware the, of what each other does. It's it's the the fact that we both like share like the clap. Um, uh-huh. so that's the different that's the similarity and the it differences is, is everything else including the glamour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I mean, you do. No, yeah, but, but Heidi, um, like me, 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 like being with Heidi, I'm like it's so funny that like we get to like we we like it's odd that we like we went on Drag Race we had this experience and then like but even though I'm like from a city in Milwaukee and she's from like literally out in the country we like still like get each other each other's sense of humor and we sure. like sometimes we'll be out and something will happen and I'm like I'll look over and literally she'll say exactly I'm like girl shut up mm-hmm. it's like you're reading my mind like we think the, sometimes think the same thing so it's like fun that we get to like share the podcast and sometimes we I'll look over at Heidi and I'm thinking she knows what I'm thinking and she has no fucking idea right right so and that's also some of the fun too is like like either knowing like getting each other so well or then like now like even with the podcast we like 
are learning to develop and understand each other even more. It's it's so fun. It's like a journey. It is a magical journey. Yeah, it is fun. And I always think of too, like you know, you'll have those friends where, like you said, where you'll both see the same thing at the same time. Mm -hmm. And like I've always done that for all these decades now with Raja, where we'll see somebody be like red shoes, and then like you know what I mean. You'll just say it. You'll be like, girl hat. Girl hat. Uh-huh, and, you, hat. and people are like, what are they talking Raja about? Raja does this thing that is so funny that I love. I'm like, she, they need to, like, TV needs to hire her uh-huh. just for this. Like, she'll, like, know how to, like, see somebody or, and, like, find out exactly what their traits is. And she could, like, break somebody down in, like, maybe, like, five words. She's a mess. Five descriptive so words, but not, like, even, not even being mean, but it's like, Five things that would perfectly describe any person. Like even if they if they change the look that they're doing to drag, it still, aesthetic, it's still like it still rings true. And we we did uh, when we did Drag Race, there is somebody that worked on the show, and she like just I'll tell you later. But she described the aesthetic, and it was so perfect. I'm like, why do you not like make characters for a show? Uh huh. She would uh-huh. be really good at that. I have one to tell you off camera too. That is that it was the same thing <laughs> where she would do, and it was we got in we got in trouble on Drag Race for this behavior but it was like we they didn't know what we were talking about they just knew we were talking too much and you and know how shit you shouldn't be uh-huh and you know when they're like save it on Hard ice, ice. Yeah. yeah and we were we were just laughing and they were like you guys have to stop laughing like this is ridiculous <laughs> and we were like we promise we're not talking about anything camera worthy we're talking about like Actual stupid shit. Yeah, just dumb Doesn't shit. Like leave, leave us alone. Right, girl. I, I have, I have stories, but one day those stories will come out. One day, yeah. And yeah. my book. Yeah, and I'll probably be wearing this wig and this suit when I write that book. Thank you for you know. being here. Thank you for having I me. Love oh, this. I could just sit and talk to you about. You need to come to the pod. I need to talk about uh, fart burgers. I'm telling you, we need to talk about fart burgers. That's why you need to come to the pod. We need to come to the pod, and when you come, we should do like a. a real quick round of like random things because on our pod we talk about like it could be anything it'd be like about we literally like for my birthday Heidi brought a scientist that physically worked on the rover on Mars like actually touched and worked on it and then I brought somebody who was like literally working on like the business part of this new space rover thing that is going to be cleaning and fixing satellites and then we also have like porn stars and then we have like hairstylists drag artists like any anything so it would be like fun to come and have you when we just like talk about just randomly just talk about a bunch of random things you have a talk show and we just talk 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 i love that that'll be fun yeah, we're gonna do that. We have to do that we're at some be point. All nonsense. That, that's the thing is like w- when we talk about like other people's podcasts, like oh, c- come do it this way. There's no schedule. Yeah, it's like we'll do it when we do it. Yeah, you know when it makes sense. Yeah, and it, I mean good. it makes sense for me right now. But I'm saying yeah, I think we've got a long road ahead of yeah. us. I think we've got a lot of fun yeah. stuff coming. I I'm love excited. that. Ugh. Thank you all for listening to Very Delta. You can now search for Very Delta on your podcast apps. We come out every single Monday. And you can find us here on the Mom Podcast YouTube channel. Also, a special hello to everyone watching the talk show on YouTube. Also, you know what's Very Delta? Subscribing to Mom Podcast so you don't miss an episode. You can also send all of your questions to readbedelta at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram at Delta Work. And we now have dedicated socials if you follow at Very Delta on Instagram and TikTok. You'll get clips and updates, all of that stuff. And where um, are you on social media? Oh, I'm so, I'm so excited to hear that you got like all the, like Delta has a long, like we can go and find and just look at all the clips Fine. and everything. Oh, that's good. But you can find me everywhere at Jada E. Hall. 
everywhere across the board. I like Made that. it nice and simple. Nobody stole my handles. The other day I was screwing around or we were we were doing uh, some reads, you know, like how you mm-hmm. have to do some reads at the end. And um, I kept trying to say, like, you know, when you're just trying to read it and yeah. you keep screwing up. Yeah. I don't know if you do that, but I'm a child. I screw it up. And I kept saying, um, JD and Haida. Yeah. <laughs> don't forget to see JD and Haida. And they were like, what? I'm like, I just said. But, you know, it's so funny. It's like. In Spanish, my name would be pronounced Haida. Okay. Because it's yeah, like yeah, with a J. Yeah. yeah. So it's not really your fault, I guess. Okay. It's just it's not my fault. See, perspective. You, always, you made me feel, <laughs> this whole episode, you have made me feel better about everything. I wasn't crazy about food. I wasn't crazy about buying this shit. That's what I love about the podcast, too. I'm like, you can literally put the podcast on where you do anything. You could be like, yeah, coloring in a coloring book. Yeah. Podcast. Coloring in a coloring book podcast. Laundry, like doing laundry and podcast. La- you know, eating fart burgers. Fart burger. Po- fart. Read the fart burger podcast. We are going to launch a fart burger podcast. It could just be like a three episode thing. Quick about all the burgers. Talk about burgers. Which burgers made people the most flatulent? We what we could do is we could test out burgers and then report the next day. Yes, and then the gag is is like also you can say like which oh there's going to be burger, several gags. Which burger? Oh bitch, there's going to be fucking the vomit that day is. <laughs> I love, I love it. Thank love you for it. having me. Thank you yes, for being right. here. Join me next week right here. And until then, keep things very Delta. To listen to Very Delta one day early and ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus. Very Delta is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Delta Work and produced by Mark Jacobs. Engineered by Margot Padilla and editing by Doug Robertson. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. 